Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens played the clock in And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Greetings, adventurers. And welcome back to Guilds and Goblins, the What If World game where your questions and ideas, combined with real, in-the-moment dice rolling, help us tell off-the-cuff adventures. I'm Mr. Eric, your host and guildmaster, and all of today's guests are actually still stuck in Guilds and Goblins. And ever since they arrived, your What If questions have been having a bigger and bigger effect on the Guilds and Goblins homeworld known as Berend. Yeah, that sounds pretty confusing, so I'll give you a quick recap. Last week, our listener Elliot asked, what if poodles sat on noodles, fireflies sat on pies, and trucks drove on trees? When the story started, your adventurers, Zack and Zizi, decided to follow some fireflies and poodles who were behaving strangely. Now, normally they play their characters, Zachamedes and Turtok, but these problems kept happening right in front of them. So in our strangest Guilds and Goblins twist to date, Zack and Zizi decided to play themselves as they left the safety of the Cinnamon Citadel to investigate a strange hole in the desert desert, only to be sucked into an underground lair. Cuthuncle went after Zack and Zizi, to bring them back to safety. But in order to play in the world of guilds and goblins, he had to become a character too. A character who was no longer all-powerful. And Scully the Squid flew off someplace strange on a pancaray with a secret agenda. While Cuthuncle the Squid had every intention of helping, he got himself stuck inside the tunnels below the desert desert, making it even harder for Zack and Zizi to find their way home. And when they passed an interesting magical door, Cuthuncle got his squidopus beak stuck in the lock. The kids had to leave him behind in order to follow the firefly that might finally lead them home. Now, this is part of a two-episode, four-question Guilds and Goblins finale. And the only question we haven't heard is from our patron named Ellis. And we'll discover Ellis's question soon. In the meantime, let's hope Zack and Zizi can have some good ideas and get some good dice rolling so they can finally get back to What If World. Your story starts after a quick break. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much more in the hundreds of episodes of The Past and the Curious. 
you know, quite often people will say to me, Mick, my kid loves your show. But you know what? I love your show too. And that's what it's all about. Bringing grown-ups and kids together to learn and laugh while they discover new stories about underwear saving people's lives, the origin of the swimsuit, or figures like inventor Garrett Morgan, astronomer Mariah Mitchell, or spy and baseball player Mo Berg. So if you want to get hip to the show, you can find The Past and the Curious in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Zach and Zizi, you're on your own again, having left the magic door behind. Kathunkel could be stuck in the lock of that door for a while, but if you lose track of this firefly, you might be lost in these tunnels forever. No thanks to Kathunkel. Yeah, he really does kind of mess everything up, huh? I can still hear you, children. Oh, sorry. You will be sorry. Sorry for ever doubting Kathunkel's ability to save you. Are you threatening to be helpful? Yes. Well, please don't. You've already helped enough. Bye! <sighs> you quickly catch up to the little glowing bug and follow it past a number of other twists and turns until its light seems to brighten. Or maybe it's the tunnels themselves. I ready my wand. Okay, Zizi. I really wish I had an egg. Duly noted, Zack. You see the firefly pass through one final tunnel into what appears to be a massive, spherical room. Hey, 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 Firefly, wait! Come back! Tell us what you see! But my wings are so weary. I just want to sit on a pie. And there's pie in there? All the pie in the sky. Not to mention poodles and noodles. And even some mice eating rice. Mice? But we didn't see any mice trying to get in. Maybe because they were already here. Kathunkel, we're going to cut back to you for a minute. Your beak's still stuck in the lock of the door. What do you do? I re-roll. Oh, well, usually in G&G, you come up with like a new and different idea, and that lets you re-roll. Oh, my, my eyes are back where my character sheet is, and it says I can threaten to eat you in order to get a re-roll, but only once per day. I did not write that on your character sheet. Uh, yep, there it is. Sometimes I wish you didn't have interdimensional powers. Yes, I, I roll again. You know, you could have just used a heart or an idea. Well, I didn't have to because I'm powerful, you know. Okay, Kathunkel. I'll roll for you. That's a five. No, it isn't. Well, yeah, but it is, though. Sorry. Dice aren't in your favor today. Why does the die sound like a chimney sweep? You're never gonna find out unless you actually try out a new idea. <sighs> Fine. I'm also trained as a barista. 
So I squiggle up with one of my tentacles, holding the slipperiest, slimiest latte I've ever made, and I dump it all over my beak in the lock as I try one last time to open it. Nice, Uncle. I will let you make an easy dare roll. That's a 15. You mean I failed, but then I tried again, and I didn't fail. Well, yeah, I mean, after you all failed several times, you have succeeded. I persevered. And okay, we really got to get back to the kids, but I'm super happy for you, Uncle. But what's inside? Surely it must be something to let me help the children and restore my super powerfulness. Tell you what, Uncle. you do see several different potions, but none of them will make you all powerful. But how can I protect others without- Uncle? I'm gonna slide you a secret note with a description of the potions, and you can tell me which one you drink. <laughs> I love secret notes. Who doesn't? Zack and Zizi, you finally snuck up close enough to see inside this big spherical chamber. This room isn't made of stone, but earth. And coming out of the earth, growing from the ceiling, from the walls, from the floors, are giant, ancient trees. And the limbs of each of these giant trees reach out to intertwine with the tree next to it, or above it, or below it, making a crisscross pattern of branches across every corner of this immense room. And running along these branches are hundreds, if not thousands, of tiny little mice. How could trees be growing down here? There's no sunlight. Yes, it's always taken a lot of energy to keep the lamps lit here underground, says a tiny mouse standing at your foot. But now that you led us to the plenty gems, our trees will have limitless light year round and grow all the food we could ever need. And growing below the desert desert, must have somehow warped these trees, for you see entire pies growing from their branches, and every tree hollow spilling out with rice, and every soft leaf is actually an intricately beautiful long and winding noodle. Wait a second. No, 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 this can't be. You're the Underlows. Wondro the Underlow at your service. At our service? You've put the whole world in jeopardy. No, I think that was your presence in this world, which let these what-if questions run amok. Maybe we were part of the problem, but now we see it and we're trying to make it better. What are you doing except taking plenty gems and trying to drop volcanoes on our characters? Your characters? Asks Wondro the Underlow. Yeah, maybe you need an introduction! And Scully the Squid squeezes into the cavern with none other than Skull and Bones, Zachamedes, and Turtok behind them. Okay, this is freaky, Zachamedes. Don't get me started, Zach. Let's just teach these underlows a... Wait, so they're mice? Yeah, Turtok, they're mice. I guess I already knew that because you knew that. Well, sure, but it's nice to have an honest reaction. Come on, everybody, a final boss battle. Let's go. Oh, that won't be necessary. You've brought us everything we need to send you home. 
We'll never give you the original Plenty Gem of Fire. Even though we heard you need it in order to send Zack and Zizi home. You're just gonna do something nefarious with it once we're gone. We like to think of ourselves as more nefarious than nefarious. It's a cute little joke we have going on under here. Woof. Yes, that's a bad joke. Agree the poodle sitting on noodles. Undead. Say the flies on the pies. <coughs> Say the trucks driving on trees. Wait, what was that? Just the third part of Elliot's what if question. What if trucks drove on trees? Not good. Poodles, noodles, pies and flies, mice and rice scattered everywhere as a crushing, clattering convoy of trucks crashes past into and on top of this grove of ancient trees. Zagamides summons an egg shield to protect us. And I use my pet monster ability to tell the fireflies to leave the pies and fly the mice out of here. Skull and Bones will say, <laughs> it's hard to whistle without lips. Here, doggies, and throw one of their rib bones out of the chamber so the poodles chase after it. Turtok will try to slow the trucks, giving everyone time to escape. And Zizi's gonna use her wand weaving to try to detect the magic device that can send us all home. Amazing ideas all. We're gonna make a team dare roll to see how well you can get everyone else and each other to safety. With a four, an eight, and a natural 20, you get almost everyone to safety. But between the danger, the stress, and the exhaustion, you each suffer one hurt. What about me? I'll roll wonder for you, Zizi. That's a 19 plus one, 20. As you use your wand weaving to steer trucks out of your way, you see at the center of this strange, beautiful, damaged grove, there is a great tree with a deep, dark hollow at its center, carved all around with ancient runes. Zack Scully, I think I found it. Get over here and bring the gem. We can't. We're pinned down. The rubble of trucks and fallen tree branches is scattered all about, and Zachamedes' egg shield is cracking under the strain of keeping everyone safe. I could slip through one of these cracks and bring the gem straight to her, says Wondro the Underlow. But you cannot be trusted, says Turtok using all her focus to slow down the trucks, still speeding around the tree chamber. This is our home. If getting you back to yours will keep us safe, I will do what must be done. And now you will see that the mouse already has the tiny red gem held in their tail as they squeeze through one of the cracks in the egg shield. Oh, I can't believe I'm helping you, but I hold out my wand and use it to levitate Wandro closer to me so they can activate the portal with the gem. There's a tiny carved out space above the hollow as if it was always meant to hold the plenty gem. And that's just where Wandro puts it. <laughs> a power surges from within the tree portal and without, pulling trucks, portals, and fireflies towards it. It's strong back all the what-ifs! I think that means us too, Zack! And indeed, Zachamedes' shield breaks down. <laughs> As Zack and Scully the squid are pulled towards the portal. Wait, wait, wait. 
Where's Kabunkle? It was too big to get through the tunnels. Not anymore. Oh, dear. And here comes Kathunkle into the tree chamber. Although you see in one tentacle, he's holding an empty potion bottle. I had to give up my power and become small. But I did it all to save you children. We're pretty much already saved, but good timing. Oh, oh. Just a, a lot of catharsis on this adventure. I think it's catharsis. It's not. Well, here's one more catharsis for you, says Wondro. Once you are back in your world, the Andalos will have the plenty gems and be, at last, all powerful. <laughs> then we'll take the gem out, even if we're stuck here forever. No, children. You must go. Your parents are bears right now, so it's my job to get you home. But the plenty gems! The Underlows! If you want to help this world, you must keep yourself safe. You will grow stronger and wiser, and you will do amazing things with your lives. Scully, Zack, and Zizi, no matter what magic you use, you cannot resist the tug of this portal. And Gathunkle, now even smaller than Scully the Squid, is clinging for dear life to the Plenty Gem just above this magic tree hollow. Uncle Gathunkle, what are you doing? What I do best, eating stuff. Well, it's usually people! Zack and Zizi, you're flung through the portal. And Scully, your last sight is of Cathuncle as he... As I pull the plenty gem from the hollow with one last word to Scullin. I love you, dear child. And I always shall. Ow. And then I eat the plenty gem. No! Not our plenty gem. Calls Wondro his voice fading into the distance. Scully, you see one last flash of light as you fall through the portal and back into What If World to catch up with Zack and Zizi. We made it! We're back! We're safe! I don't know. This looks a lot like the Dessert Desert. Of course, because the Dessert Desert exists on both worlds! It's not because Mr. Eric forgot he'd already used the name. <laughs> Scully, you made it! Cause Uncle, he closed the portal. Of course he did. He ate the plenty gem. Oh, part of his next plot to take over the world. No, stop. He did it to keep us safe. To keep both worlds safe. What? Wow, I didn't think he had it in him. And now he's... he's gone. If I know Cathuncle, he'll be back. Now, can you call your mom to pick us up? Our parents are bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, mom. I think we're in Egypt. Can we get a ride? <laughs> no, it's not Uncle's fault. <laughs> really? The end. Well, Ellis, Elliot, Lindy T, and Keelan, thank you for your questions, and thank you all for listening. We normally don't do four Guilds and Goblins episodes in a row, but we had to get these characters back to What If World! And thanks to our patron, Ellis, for today's secret question. What if the Underlows were mice? Now, I do not know what happened to Cathuncle, but I'm sure your What If questions will help us find out. Remember, you can get a grown-up's permission to email us at whatifworldpodcast at gmail.com. 
with your written questions or your audio recordings. And if you live in the U.S., you can call 205-605-WHAT. That's 9428. And leave a quick voicemail with your ideas. You should also check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld for ad-free episodes, monthly bonus episodes, a shout-out on the show, and more. That's patreon.com slash whatifworld. You know, I tell you about some of my favorite airwave media shows every week, and if you haven't checked it out yet, I really encourage you to listen to Good Job Brain. They keep it clean and fun for all ages, although I'd suggest tweens and up to really understand some of the trivia. And there's a big backlog of episodes that the whole family can enjoy together. JF Cat here to meow out Philip, age six, from Sherwood Park, Canada. One of his favorite things is drawing comics. He also loves me, JF Cat, and his favorite GNG character is Echimedes. Hungry Bungry here to shout out James, age six. His favorite character is me, and he's from State College, Pennsylvania. Some of his favorite things are Minecraft, math, baseball, and playing with his little sister, Amelia. Last but not least, there is Lucas V, who is 10 years old and loves me, Abacus P. Grumbler, as well as Fred and JF Cat. Also snowboarding. Hmm. And Lucas has a brother, Alex, age 8. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Miss Lynn, my producer, and all you kids at home who know that even though you're little, you can still do a lot. And until we meet again, keep wondering. friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.